This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Tereo Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Sammy G, here in the NPR studio, and I am joined via internet magical magicalness by Mr. JK47. Hey, that's me. Yes, I'm here too. Hey. And also joining us is Mr. Ray Gunn. Tia Ora. Hala hala. Hala hala hala. Uh, yes, we are fresh off a uh, weekend of wrestling uh, in Wellington. Well, sorry, Lower Hut. And so tonight we're going to talk about that. We're also going to look ahead to what's coming up in a couple of weeks. And maybe if we have time, maybe look at something that's coming up at the end of February also. Uh, so, yeah, how are we all doing? Good. Good. Sore, possibly getting sick. How are you? Good. I'm fine. I'm, I just got banded up on by a shooting star, but you know, I'm fine. Yeah, the uh, there's a lot happening in the tag team scene, which we'll get to very, very soon. <laughs> uh, opening contest for. CPW's Grim Worlds Collide kicked off with Franco in his second match for CPW going one-on-one with the returning and I'm very excited about this Dan Martins yeah that was awesome to see Dan Martins back in the room um doesn't look as though he's lost a step he um was the you know he got a pretty cool response but so did franco so um yeah no it was actually a really really good match yeah that was a um, cool match mm, Thoroughly it's very, that. very very technical wrestling match to start the show which is pretty awesome um and and the old saying about you know the first show, first match should educate the fans about what wrestling should be and um yeah lived up to that i was very happy and we like well, just to break the fourth wall, uh, Ray and I reviewed that match on Sunday. I was going to say morning, but it might have been afternoon by that point. Something uh, like that. And yeah, it was interesting seeing that face versus face dynamic. <laughs> and having a face doing the heat, but still being... It, yeah, it was really well done. Yeah. No, and it's, um, Franco's like... Really impressed me with how talented he is. Just you know, like say for his second match, um, you know he, he he claimed we didn't get to see a lot in the the Tim Warren match in his debut, and you know we didn't. Um, but yeah, no, he certainly made up for it this match. Um, with some some cool moves, but um, yeah, when you when you've got a dance partner like Daniel Martins, you know what could go wrong. Mm, mm. And a nice sign, of, nice sign of mutual respect at the end there. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was good. You know, Dan Martin's is a good guy. So, you know, he's 
he's in my top three matches of all time of um, that I've had myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had Redacted come out to play as ACJ defended his hand of fate axe uh, against Matty Short with Disgrace at ringside. Yeah, yeah. So basically the premise of the ACJ's match was similar to his match with Jitters. That basically there was a a test by Bryant for him to prove his worthiness to being redacted, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, so Matty Short came out and he, he basically said, yeah, well, you're going to see what it's like to face a guy that doesn't take things very seriously. Um, anybody else apart from Matty Short? Now, I would call that gimmick infringement for the gun cabinet, but Matty Short, you know, um, he, we, could, we could have him in the gun cabinet, a sawn off Matty Short, you know, that's no problem with that. Um, I like that. He's, um, yeah. No, he, it was very, very entertaining. Um, Matty Short. Didn't stop dancing, even when he was getting beaten up, which was quite funny. Um, he managed to hook a big fish, so to speak, and real disgrace into the ring, and there was a bit of a twerk off. Um, and then when they invited Quinn, the ref, to uh, get on in there, he did really impressive dance moves of his own, and, um, yeah, AJ, ACJ wasn't too happy about it, but, um, hey, who cares? It was entertaining. But... Yeah, eventually uh, ACJ got sick of the shenanigans, so to speak, which I think is quite funny considering redacted and shenanigans, you know, mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Synonymous with um, each other, yep. Yeah, and um, yeah, he, he dispatched um, of Matty Short with his sort of patented uh, flying neek thingy he does. Um, yeah, and picked up the win. So, yeah, he, he's doing a pretty good job of impressing Bryant, I would say. Because Brian keeps putting these uh, roadblocks in his way and he keeps going past them. So, yeah. One to watch. Hashtag watch that space. Uh, then, uh, <sighs> Sir Mr. Burns, leader of the Young Nets. In yes. all of yes. his jubilant glory. Yes, he, he was certainly in a good mood. Um came out with delicious treat for everybody. Um, healthy and nutritious asparagus. Um, and yeah, party poppers and um, came out looking a lot more ridiculous than he normally does. Um, yeah, had streamers everywhere. He was, he was, he was, he was certainly kicking his heels up. Literally. Um, literally. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then he, then he, proceeded to explain to the world what he was up to and um, go on about how great the country was going to be now that the evil Jacinta was gone. But, um, you know, the, the thoughts and opinions of one Sir Mr. Burns are not shared by us at all. Um, or NPR. Yeah, yeah, or NPR, of course, not NPR. But anyway. Um, Reagan's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> his, um, his opponent for that night was supposed to be Deb Cairo. I think the, the young fella got sick of waiting for the match, so he decided to just come on out. Um, unfortunately, Tim Warren then attacked him. But we had a hero in the building. Not just any hero. Not a superhero, 
ray gun came flying out of nowhere and flying out of nowhere i think flying out of the entranceway but yep yeah, yeah i'll take it yeah, I'll take yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. no no it's just like poof, he just magically appeared in the ring you know um but yeah no so he sort of even the odds and that's when sammy g crashed the party he did holla 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 <laughs> And he made it a tag team match. Channeling my um, inner Teddy Long. Which which I must find, uh, I find it really suspicious that CPW does a whole bunch of stuff. And then like within the next few days or a week or so, it ends up on WWE TV. I know. He goes, you go out there and do the holla, holla, holla thing. And suddenly, who pops up on Raw? Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gone. Scam. It may just be a coincidence, um, but I'm just saying. Hmm? We are the foreseers of greatness. Hmm. Yes. yes. But I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. I am a foreskin of greatness. <laughs> but yes, yes. So obviously, we went into a tag team match against uh, a United whoa, Front. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is not like Ray Gun to move away from a foreskin joke. I am a little bit concerned by this. Could you, would you say that it went over his head? I was just letting you have it. It's very stretchy. Mm. <laughs> All right. Delayed reaction from Sammy. I don't need to make the jokes because you're just going to keep going. <coughs> Sammy, we've broken you. We've gotten in your head. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, Ray is factually correct. Yes, the tag team match between the team of Ray Gunn and Dev Cairo versus Church and State of Tim Warren and Sir Mr. Burns. Now, I must say that I was quite intrigued by the, the pairing of one Mr. Gunn and one Mr. Cairo. You and I both. Um, it was different. Yeah, it was um, quite cool to see. Um, it was quite a high-flying sort of offense from both these two. Um, which was quite cool. Um, Ray looked as if he was having a bit of fun in there, um, doing some sweet moves like he only does. Um, nice shout out to experience. the fans. I just want to do a quick shout out to the fans. It had some nice sweet Ray Gun signs out there. Yeah. I saw a, um, That's right. Ray Gun rocks, I think. And then there was something about we love lady pants. Yeah. That's right. Everybody loves the lady pants. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Ray's got some fans, which is cool. Um, I believe I also commented on those uh, as we were watching the footage back. Yeah. No, so but it was it was actually a really really good match, and Ray Gunn and Dev Corey looked to have it in the bag as they double teamed Tim Warren and went to go for a sweet sort of opposing corners dive spot, very oozy, if you ask me. <laughs> um, but unfortunately. So Mr. Burns, being the dastardly villain he is, pushed Deb Corey and he took a nasty spill to the outside. That was a big fall, big fall. Off the top rope. And um, Ray Gunn did his signature Mr. Swanton. And um, unfortunately, Tim Warren picked up the win. I like how you call it the signature Mr. Swanton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, you've got, you've got Shawn Michaels, you know. You've got Shawn Michaels, that's Mr. WrestleMania. I'm just going to make you a T-shirt that says Mr. Swanton, but it just says Mr. Uh, Swanton. Yeah. 
But, you know. <laughs> um, no, it was, I think you were unlucky. I think you had that one in the bag. Um, I don't think it did anything that's setting the score with Tim Warren. I don't know how you feel, but um, I, I sort of, um, I noticed some tension when you came back through the curtain and you weren't happy with the results. So, yeah. No, certainly not. I hate that piece of trash, Tim Warren. It's the sexual tension. I was. I must admit, I was. I was a little, little teeny weeny bit disappointed. I would have liked to see you guys the singles match. Um, you know, I mean, we never know what's around the table, around the corner. Yeah. Hashtag, watch this space. Yeah. Uh, and then our main event for the first half, we had Star Yates in singles action against each other. For Luke Starr's Legacy of New Zealand Professional Wrestling Cup. Yeah, this this was an interesting one. Um, it was supposed to be Star the CPW Tag Team Cup. Champs, Star 8-1, versus the Maniacs United New Zealand's Professional Wrestling Tag Team Champions, um, New Blood. Um, unfortunately, they were unable to make the, the event. So, yeah, they decided to fight each other because that's what New Blood did the week before at Maniacs. So, um, yeah, um, Luke Starr did promise Devante Yates the first shot at the legacy title. I was about to bring that um, Before winning it. So, you know, he's a man of his word. Um, and it was a really cool match. Um, it was good to see um, they weren't taking it easy on each other. Um, there was definitely – Devante Yates wanted that cup. And, and Luke Starr wanted to keep it. So there were some big, big nasty hits. There was a, a pretty freaky brain buster there from Luke Starr. Yeah. That sort of made me go, ooh. Mm. Um, yeah, um, and, and it looked like Devante Yates was um, setting him up for his beautiful sort of thing. He's going to do the money off the top rope, off the second rope, um, when he was interrupted. Yes. By, by the Knights of Mayhem, who, weirdly enough, aren't even in CPW, but they just turned up. Doing what only the Knights of Mayhem can do. Cause Mayhem. And, yeah, and, um, well, they obviously went dressed to wrestle, but, you know, looking very dapper, I guess you could say. Um, so that all just been like, waitering at a sort of, 80s themed wedding. Um, I don't know. Just kidding. No, it was very, very flashy gears. Um, yeah, they managed, they ended up jumping in the ring and attacking Star 8-1. Um, and um, we're choking them out on the ropes. And, well, I'm sorry, a superhero can't stand for that. And um, me and my boy, Ray Gunn, even though he just had a match, we came running straight out. Um, we tried. You know, yeah. Yeah, um, we managed to rescue Star 81, which was quite good. Um, but then we sort of had a bit of a standoff, and we, well, I thought we had the advantage because there was four of us and two of them. Um, well, it was actually five and, and three, but, you know. Yeah. yeah, and then Church and State turned up, and I even noticed Redacted were at ringside, and it was just sort of ended up in a big, huge brawl, and Knights of Mayhem took off. You know, they caused their trouble, and um, they 
serve their purpose, so they left. And yeah, um, we ended up standing tall in the ring, I guess, and um, congratulating Star Yates. And um, they reminded us that they are the tag team champions. And um, well, we do have a rematch clause, and um, they they took the time to try and you know, to to put us in our place, I guess. <laughs> Drum it into your face first um, with the belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nice little super kick to Ray, and then I got a big hug from Devante Yates, and into a belly to belly, and then um, suddenly yeah. the stars landing on top of me. Um, yeah. Any other Saturday night, I would have called that a fun evening, but <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it wasn't that night. Um, yeah. So it was actually a bit of uh, bit of deja vu because it's pretty much identically how we lost the titles. So. I'm not saying anything, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, our paths shall cross again. But congratulations, boys, for yeah, um, standing tall at the end. But it would have been it would have been nice to see who would have won that singles match. But say, lovey, it's all right. Keeping it banked, keeping it banked. Because hmm. let's not also forget that whoever holds the legacy cup can cash it in for a future title shot at the CPW Heavyweight Champion. Ship. Yes. The champion and his ship. Yeah. Yeah. You get the belt. Because Brian the has boat. a yacht. Yeah. 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 The uh, behemoth of the sea. It's actually a boat. Oh, I totally... Pontoon, maybe. I just had the... Best idea for a t-shirt design. I'm just going to write that one down in the GM's notebook. <clears throat> and whilst yeah, I do that... Here... I'm, hmm? I'm just saying, here, here on, you know, Pine Bombs Little Headlocks, you, you get insightful wrestling knowledge plus creativity. Yep. And then there's Ray. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so creative Death. with his words. Yes, he thinks I'm a chicken because he apparently wants to pluck me. But anyway. Uh, so after that match, we had everyone's favorite intermission. It follows booked everywhere. Yup. I think he's undefeated too. I haven't heard an intermission losing for a very long time. One day. Me what? Me neither. One day I'm going to book intermission versus halftime, and we're just going to see what happens. Hmm. Mm. Writing that one down, too. Doing a lot of writing tonight. Mm. <laughs> yes, you are. Awesome. So this, this halftime you're talking of, is that the tag team of Maddie Short and Disgrace? Halftime. It's only like half height. Anyway, carry on. I'll work on that. Uh, (laughs) Following intermission, we had uh, a match that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. Uh, Liam Erickson going one-on-one with the Duke of Death, Horace. Yes. Now... This was pretty much everything I thought it would be, and then some. Um, yeah, Horace 
is an exceptionally talented guy. Um, Liam Erickson is exceptionally big and talented as well. Um, both like to fight. Both sure, sure as hell ain't going to give up. <coughs> um, and yeah, funny we say that because um, after a sort of back and forth battle, quite a bit. Uh, excuse me, one second. I'll just push the cough button because um, see, I'm flash. Um, <laughs> I've got a cough button. Um, it's right down the bottom of my phone. Um, but um, yeah, after a back and forth match where. Yeah, Liam Erickson was on top. There was one point there where he was just literally standing on top of Horace. Um, which, Liam Erickson's sizable, man. That, that, that's got to hurt. No matter how strong your core is and how much you tense up, that's still got to hurt having that. Big red Viking fella standing on you. Um, that, um, yeah, Horace ended up hooking a submission move. And this is where it gets a little bit foggy. Because the ref called and said that Liam Erickson tapped. I, you know, Liam Erickson disagreed. Um, he then voices the satisfaction to the ref after Horace had left the ring. Um, I spoke to Liam Erickson after the show and, and asked him what happened. And he, he claims he, he hadn't given up. He was just crawling to the ropes and the ref... Misinterpreted. Misjudged it. Misinterpreted it. Um, unfortunately, all of CPW management have reviewed the footage and, and the the referee's decision is final. Um, so the result stands. Um, because, yeah, it looked like he tapped. But on the other hand, it did look like he was crawling. Um, we weren't in the ring. We did get to see the footage, but... Um, yeah, we've got to take the man in the ring, the man on the spot, in the thick of it, you know, on the firing lines, in the trenches, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know. Um, got to take his word for it, um, so yeah. I will say Sid Referee also did redeem himself later on, but we'll get to that. Uh, then we had another match that I was quite excited about. The Hughes Academy champion won Spartan Sam Black, making his return to CPW and defending his Hughes Academy title, uh, as well as fighting for number one contendership to the CPW Heavyweight Championship against Taylor Adams. Yeah, that was that was unexpected. Um, I, of course, we knew that there was going to be a Hughes Academy title defense. Um, so I was really looking forward to the match because I reckon. Personally, both of those guys are at the top of their game. The, both of them are the best I've ever seen them. Um, and we knew it was going to be a banger. Um, then Bryant, on his way to the venue, decided to cut a promo and say, hey, we'll make it number one contenders as well. Normally, Bryant doesn't have the power to make a stipulation like that. Um, but once again, Sammy, agreed. Sammy G agreed with Redacted. And they got their way. Once. For yeah. once. He's yeah. always agreeing with Redacted. Hey, who gave you guys tag team title shots? Redacted. Had they were here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But no, it, um, 
Yeah, no, that was that was a a banger of a match. That was yeah, oh, that's that's well, definitely match of the year so far, um, in my opinion. Um, because that was yeah, Spartan has just got over the last sort of eighteen months, it's just got so much better than it was, and damn, that boy's been hitting the gym because he's he's trimmed right down. Looking, looking as buff as all can buff things can be, um, and and well, Taylor Adams is um, no, he's he's the Tojo bread killing machine. So you know, um, yeah, it was a really really good match, really really solid. I would, I will be recommending to anybody to watch that match, especially if you want to learn about you know just what a good match is and psychologies and stuff like that behind the scenes. Um, and and Sapana's moves are so crisp. I don't know if you've seen it, but there was his, he does these really, really beautiful arm drags. And, yeah, no, it's just, it, was, it was nice to see everything firing on all cylinders for that match. Um, congratulations to the Spartan. He picked up the win and then... Then cut a passionate promo about, um, yeah, reflecting on his time, um, basically having his first match against Bryant, um, and 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 going back a long time, um, and, and then basically years. warned, yeah, yeah, and then warned him that, um, yeah, he, he's coming for his title. So, yeah, this is this is the most focused I've seen the Spartan. This is the most. Um, determined and, like I say, in the best shape of his life and at the peak of his performance. So, yeah, good luck, Brian. So, yeah, we shall see what happens. So, yeah. Soon. Uh, we will go to a quick break here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks before we talk about the main event. Uh, so, yes, uh, we will be with you right after these messages. Hala hala. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR. Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Edadangi, Onatangata, O Manawatu. For another Tuesday night, this is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio, and I am still joined via internet magical magicalness by Mr. JK47. That is that is correct. I am still here. Um, Functionally. Carry on. Yeah. And that was also the voice of one really good. Piao <laughs> to the piao. Or as Sammy Gino apparently says, holla to the holla. Holla, holla, holla. Uh, yes, if you are just joining us before the break, we talked about uh, the first, well, most of the card for Saturday Night's Win Worlds Collide event uh, in Lower Hut. And we had just got up to the main event of the evening. Excuse I see me. Ray hasn't found his sneeze button like Jay found his cough button. No. So either that or a train just went past one of the two. Oh, <laughs> oh my. And that's how Reagan sneezes. 
<laughs> that is how Reagan sneezes. Uh, so yeah, main event time. Yeah. You in the event. So yeah, the main event was of course Bryant defending his CPW heavyweight title versus one of my personal favorite newcomers, the Phoenix Kelly. Yeah. Um. Well, just a quick recap on the history. Um. Everyone knows Phoenix Kelly made his debut at Brewers Fest for CPW. Brewtown. Um. Yeah, and managed to win the Brewtown Cup, which. Gives him a shot at the Brewtown Heavyweight Championship of the World. Currently held by Bryant as well. Gives him touch. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. It's okay. I'm You're a sick to man, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I was really, really looking forward to this one. Um, because, yeah. It was, I, there was a guy I don't particularly like going against a guy I really love. So, you know, um, the Phoenix Talent is incredible. Like, I say it about everybody I know, but Phoenix Talent is incredibly talented. Um, Chipolata. <laughs> okay, just, just for the people watching at home, we had to quickly drop it back because my sound dropped out. What I was saying was that Phoenix Talion is incredibly talented, and yes, I know I say that about a lot of people, but yeah, Phoenix Talion, from his debut match I saw against JT Hollow, I've been very, very impressed by him, and this this match was no exception. Um, yeah, it takes a hell of a performer to go toe-to-toe with Brian, trust me. I've beaten him. No. Uh, <laughs> but Me too. He's tough. Yeah, uh, He's uh, scary. Yeah. Oh, he's a champ, you know. Um, but Phoenix Talion, uh, he's just got that plucky spirit with him. Um, and he's, yeah, he's high-flying. He's dynamic. Um, he does that. He, I was really impressed when he picked him up into that sort of the rolling DVD that he does. To Bryant, so that yeah, he sick. picked up Bryant on his shoulder and then rolled him, rolled him to the ground. Um, which is that's an incredible feat of strength for it in itself. Um, and and yeah, Bryant, you could tell Bryant was getting almost frustrated by the fact that he couldn't put the Phoenix Talion away. I think he sort of underestimated Phoenix Talion, um, and. Um, yeah, it almost cost him. Um, it really almost cost him. Um, whether it was a sort of a lack of experience on Phoenix Talion's part, but he sort of gave Bryant the opportunity and then sort of out of nowhere, boom, there came the Viper room. Um, and, yeah, Bryant picked up the victory. Um, but Phoenix Talion did really, really well. He, t- he took a Vader bomb from... Um, Bryant, um, he took a heck of a lot of punishment, a lot, um, a couple of backbreakers, and um, some, some, some really big moves. Um, yeah, he kept going. Speaking of that Vader bomb, this is where my earlier comment about the ref redeeming himself 
because uh, after that Vader bomb, the Phoenix Talion had the ring awareness to reach for the rope, which the referee <laughs> caught. And we've had some history in CPW where sometimes those kind of things aren't caught as well as they should be. Yeah. It's your fault for not hiring more professional referees, Sammy. Working on it. Watch this space. Mm. Uh, and then... And that's... That, well, that's, that's what I mean about the Phoenix Talion. For a guy that's not even two years into his career, you know, he's... He has got this professionalism about him. He's got this ring awareness. He's got... He's got skills that, dare I say, guys that have been doing for twice as long as him um, are, are just developing. Um, so you can, you know, the old the old saying about being a student of the game and um, is so passionate about wrestling that, you know, this is his life. He loves it. Um, and he, he's, yeah, definitely putting his all into it, um, which, yeah, just really, really impresses me. So, it reminds me of a young me, but we're here. And yeah, what His hair is anyway. freaking glorious. I know, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, not as glorious as yours, Ray. I mean, I see that face you're pulling. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, so I was really impressed by that match, but then um, one of the main things that really impressed me about that match, and it seems to be a bit of a trend recently of Bryant. Um, since winning the title, he wants to do stuff by himself. Mm. He, once again, absent from the ring, was redacted. Yeah, um, true. I will give I will give the devil with Jew here that um, it's actually been very impressive what Bryant has been able to do for because for years he's surrounded himself with his minions, and any time you got the upper hand from Bryant, uh, uh, upper hand on Bryant. They'd jump in and you'd lose the match, you know, or they'd beat you down or, or something. So you never actually got to see the tenacity of Bryant, you know. You never got to see what he was truly made out of. And, and yeah, like I say, Devil is Jew. He's actually one tough cookie. Um, you know, that's two big, huge matches he's ahead in the space of two months. Um, you know, Taylor Adams, you know, walk in the park. Um, Phoenix County, definitely not a walk in the park. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to actually think that Brian might be as good as he tells us. Um, hopefully, well, I know he doesn't listen to this, so he's not going to hear it. But um, then, of course, Redacted had to come out afterwards. Celebrate with and, him. Yeah. So what did they do? They... Bought out the baseball bat and disgrace and Phoenix and um, ACJ held Phoenix Talion's arms and it looked like Bryant was going to basically knock him on the head with a baseball bat. Um, when you know, out of the same nowhere that Ray Gunn came from, <laughs> um, the Spartan came running out. Um, so did Horace. So did Dev Cairo. And, well, Matty Short. Interesting thing was, Matty Short wasn't dancing. I think Matty Short was, yeah, because him and Phoenix Talion were pretty tight. So, yeah. Um, they came out, and Bryant fought twice about it and just basically threw Phoenix Talion out to them. 
Um, and his work was done, so he left. Um, yeah. No, it was a good. It was a good night. It was a good show. Um, yeah, different. First first time being at that venue. Um, Where was that again, Jeff? Had its challenge. Had its challenges. Yes, yes. It was just down the road from Apuni. Yeah, yeah, but 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 what was the name of the venue, Jay? That's that's what the people want to know. <clears throat> it was for future. It was the events. community hall. Yeah, but but where exactly was that community hall? On the corner by the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I can still kind of remember seeing it on the roof, and because you booked it, you'd know it. So, M O E R. A. So how 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 would you say that? Difficultly. Hey Sammy, can you say it? I would have said Moira. That doesn't sound right. That sounds pretty much like I would have said it. <laughs> I'm going to blame that on Jay's influence. <laughs> yes. No. Moira. Yeah, but it's a very very cool place. Um. Yeah, a little, little bit smaller than, than, than we used to. But, I was going to say, very reminiscent uh, of Nio. Everyone keeps saying that, but Nio's a hell of a lot wider. Um, but, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it was similar. Um, it was, yeah, I like the acoustics on the building. I thought the, 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 the sound was really, really nice in there. The crowd sounded hot. Um, it was good because we had a different crowd, not... Um, had a few familiar faces, but some new ones. Um, I only had two complaints which is always about that good. venue. Yes. Lack of stairs for the stage. And one plate yes. toilet paper. Uh-huh. Just, just little yeah. things. Like when Sammy G's coming to town, you bring out the three-ply minimum. Minimum, you reckon? <laughs> I, 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 I like the enthusiasm. Mm. Like gold plated, freaking four, four ply, like on a good day. Uh-huh. See, this this is why CBW is running at a loss because the where the profits are going from the corporate headquarters, the CMG's private bathroom. Theft on the corporate level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a bit he's doing it on company time too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not happening at any other level, just the corporate level. Boss makes no. a dollar, no. I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. I'll, I'll give him props there. There are a few things sweeter than getting paid to poop. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, w- I would agree to that as well. But, yeah, no. Um, <coughs> I'm pretty I sure it was, I think it was just- even Bryant himself would agree to that. Yeah, but everyone knows he's full of. <clears throat> Sorry, I like my microphone played up again. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, he, um, no. Overall, overall, I think the night was a great, uh, great success. It was good to be back, getting the first first show of the year under our belts. Um, which brings us quite rapidly to less than two weeks' time yeah. when you're back at a pony. For Waitangi Warfare. Um, hmm. Yeah. Which um, yeah, is going to be 
it's going to be war. You know, that this is the one night a year that that CPW does go to war. Um, is it normally just fun-loving people? Um, is White Tony Warfare two or three? Three. Three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's a fast becoming a tradition, um, and it's always always a good show. Um, yeah, not quite sure of uh, the card yet because uh, Sammy G hasn't announced anything because it's unprofessional. Um, but I have I have taken it upon myself to go hit my socials, and um, I feel well, I didn't wrestle with the last show, um, so I think I deserve a bit of a challenge. I don't want any challenge. I don't want you know hollow promises, um, hollow promises, and stuff like that. I, I want. Oh, you're in the wrong company, man. We've got Sammy G as general manager. Oh, you get us hollow. Oh, yeah, true. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I want a big challenge, but I want a big reward to go with that big challenge. So I'm just putting it out there, Sammy G. See what you can do. I surely must be some wannabe hero in New Zealand that wants to play as a superhero. Hero versus hero, you say. I think I have just the name, but I'm not going to reveal it here now. Hashtag watch the space or tune in next week. Yeah. But no, I've been, um, yeah. Send some texts. No, but I'm I'm looking forward to White Tony Wolf here. And, um, well, that's just, it's just the stepping stone to get to the, the big show, I guess. You know, when um, CPW, in conjunction with the Globe Theatre and Manawatu People's Radio, invades Manawatu for Manawatu Madness on the 28th of, uh, 25th of February. A date that we have gone back and forth about many times. <laughs> yes, yes. Um yeah, we're going to be at the Globe Theatre, so this is cool. I'm loving coming back to Palmerston North. It's been a couple of years since we've been there. Um, it's going to be cool to have guys like Ray Gunn wrestle in his hometown. Well, if Sammy G puts him on the card. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably just going to be redacted in every match. I'll take it under advisement. Mm. Um, but, no. yeah. Yeah. I think I have just the thing, but I'm going to wait for some uh, ducks to get in a row. Nah. You're going to be the foul mouth, mouth gremlin's going to be taking on waterfowl. Okay. Well, Palmy is known for its ducks, so I, I feel like that was an yes. appropriate description. Hamilton is known for its venereal diseases, but we don't celebrate that. Oof. Oof. Uh, for, for the sake of Palmy, I'm not going to continue down that, down that path. <laughs> no, no, no. Really, in, in all seriousness, we're absolutely looking forward to, to coming back to Palmy. Um, I think it's the, the theatre itself, and as you know, you are more familiar with it than I am. But it's an absolutely phenomenal venue. 
Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think it's going to make one heck of a good show. I have at least 22 years of experience with that building. Yeah, yeah. I know. (laughs) For a long time, it was my home away from home, so. So, no, so it's going to be cool. Um, Tickets for both Minimum 2 Madness and. Waitangi Warfare. um, Waitangi Warfare are available on um, Event Finder. Um, A little peek behind the curtain. yeah, we've sold over half the front row tickets for um, Men or Two Madness already. So, which is really, really cool. So, yeah. And if you are in Palmerston North and you're listening, we are planning on doing something special with the setup. So, are we? <laughs> We're going to do it correctly this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. Hmm. We're going to put the ring upside down to make it really challenging. Rooftop match. I like it. Yeah. Try and stop those high flyers, you know. We can, you know, the guys that only, they jump off the bottom rope are going to be the dangerous ones. Oof. No, with Sammy G and Charles, mate, anything could happen. But, yeah, take that, Rusty. Yeah, no, so. Yeah, so, so keep an eye on the uh, CPW socials for the, everything relating to our shows. Um, check out the PBNH Facebook page because um, there's bound to be stuff about that. Um, yeah, some cheap little you know, sort of nudge towards the guy that um, runs the PBNH show. He's got to blow the cobwebs out and get the, you know, to be fair, we'll break the fourth wall on this one. We all have access to that. We can all post no, it yeah. any time. Yeah. But uh, your tumbleweeds flowing down the main street of that PBNH Facebook page, it's uh, not ours. But no, you are 100% correct. Yeah, no, but keep an eye on everything we will be doing. Might even do some giveaways. We don't know. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So, what else would you like to talk about then? We just sort of pretty much covered all the bases of everything. Uh, yeah, we still got about five or six minutes left, so we've got some time to kill. Uh, and as we have alluded to throughout the day, well, throughout the day, throughout the show, uh, it was Raw's thirtieth birthday today. So that's pretty freaking exciting. Yeah. Did they have a cake? Not that I saw. Because cake segments on Raw always go down really well. Yeah, that, that just immediately gave me flashbacks of uh, The Rocks. This is your life segment. Mm-hmm. That and the the biggest mystery to ever be on any TV program ever. Who the hell hit Kevin Owens with that pie at the end of that food fight? <laughs> Allegedly, it was supposed to end up being revealed that it was Vince McMahon, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I'm, in full transparency, I've not seen Raw yet, because, you know, 
um, day job and everything. Um, and then promoter stuff after work, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, I haven't seen it uh, from the reports that I've, I've had, but it was really, really cool. Some cool, they always go all out for their shows like this, bring back the legends and, and do some nostalgia pretty cool things. Um, so, I believe there were motorcycles ridden in and um, everywhere. Ah, yeah. It was hit and miss, like, because uh, I got the notification that it had happened. And so I basically went out of my way to go and find that segment. Of course you would. As I would. Uh, and then to watch it play out, I was... I was excited to see him, but I was disappointed with the execution. There we go. Mm-hmm. Ironic. That is, yeah, that is the problem anytime anybody makes a comeback. And that's why I'm a firm believer if you retire, just stay retired. You know, and I'm not saying he's not retired. You know, I'm just saying. Never say never. Because the old saying, how can I miss you if you don't go away? Yeah. That was. My wife said that to me on my wedding day. Um, I don't know what that meant, but, you know. Um, <laughs> no, but it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, this is one of those things that, but it's cool to bring everybody back for the nostalgia pops and everything like that. But, you know, you look at the, the Boneyard match. When he, WrestleMania, when the Boneyard match finished, and he rode off he got the, the big symbol lit in, in lightning, and then he rode off. That's the perfect ending, you know. Um, yeah, of course, come back, do your, you know, your induction to the Hall of Fame and everything like that. But don't pop up to everything, you know. Um, it's it, you. You run the risk of when you have one of these big shows of just becoming another character on the, you know, another cameo in an appearance, you know. How many times has Ron Simmons walked, just walked past Kim Cameron and just gone, damn, you know. And, and it loses its effect. It loses, loses its appeal mm. where if we did that every three or fourth time, it'd be cool because it's warm again, you know. Speaking of Ron um, Simmons, <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was on. It might have been Instagram, might have been facebook one of the socials uh i saw a a thing with rob van dam and he was doing his name so he did the rob mm-hmm. and then ron simmons popped up and was like damn i was like that was awesome yes just as a as an aside uh also ron simmons does pop up on rolls 30th oh. and then yeah and saying that it is cool because you, you that's why people watch those mm. is for the nostalgia thing so if Rosie for instance, the Undertaker, yeah, if the Undertaker was not on there, we would be sitting here moaning that the Undertaker wasn't on there. Yeah, and 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 speaking of nostalgia pops, I hope we get a Rosie at Palmerston North. Hashtag Let's just announce guest. it. Special guest MC for the evening. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually. Yeah, I feel like I'm about to get hit with lightning. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I she will... wouldn't be listening to the podcast, but she would hear me say that. So I'm not even going to say it. 
be even worse if I didn't mention Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, but no, my biggest issue with Taker's return on Raw was, yes, he came back to the American Badass song. That was cool. But, and it's not often I swear on the show, but I'm going to swear on the show. They fucked it up. You forgot to believe that, right? Carry on. <laughs> The the edit of the song was not the same one that he used back in the 2000s. And if you're going for the full nostalgia, you've got to fucking lean into that shit. And they didn't. They swear from Sammy Jean. Oh. It got me riled up, man. Not going to lie. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But no, I'm glad. I'm glad they did it. Um. Cool to see him. Cool it's, to have uh, him and Bray Wyatt have that moment, which they've never had before outside of hmm. the match at WrestleMania 31, but to have them both in the same ring and just have that little... I want to say pass the torch, yeah. but it was just passing LA Knight, which was still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Bray, Bray Wyatt doesn't need a torch. He's got a lantern. Mm. He's a blood in himself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, no, it was really, really cool, and I think, um, well, obviously, they had to do it this week, because, well, what's on Sunday? The Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, the on the Monday, you'll have the, you know, the show after the Royal Rumble, which is, like, second only to the show after WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, that would be... Yeah, it'd be un, un, it wouldn't be the best idea to have that combined with the 30th birthday show. So, yeah, I'm glad that they did it this week because yeah. I was, I, I knew it was coming up and, and then because I extensively followed all things wrestling, yeah, right, um, I wasn't sure. I knew the Rumble was coming up, and I was like, but I know the 30 for Raw is coming up. And I was like, oh, are they going to, you know, do it afterwards? Because I thought they would have had, you know, the go-home show for Raw. So, um, Rumble with me, but, yeah, that no, was good. Speaking of, yeah, we've got the men's Royal Rumble match, the women's Royal Rumble match. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew pitch black match. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Kevin Owens. Uh, and uh, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. I have a theory about the Mountain Dew pitch black match. I think what they're going to do is they're going to make LA Knight and Bray Wyatt sit down in the middle of the ring. And just they're gonna put it. they're gonna put yeah moisture moisture and sensors on the ring. They're gonna turn the lights off and they have to continuously drink Mountain Dew until one person wets themselves and then the lights come on and we see who it is and the person that hasn't peed themselves wins. <laughs> Makes sense. That that's a unique that's, take on it. You tell me they that you tell me they're having a Mountain Dew pitch black match. That's exactly what I think of. 
I, I had a similar thought, but mine ends in a different way, and that's uh, the person that does wet themselves. They still keep the lights off, but you can just tell who it is because when you drink that much Mountain Dew, it does change the color of your urine. Uh-huh. So let's say LA Knight's got uh, well, regular Mountain Dew and Bray Wyatt's drinking Code Red. If you see green... You know it's LA Knight. If you see red, you know it's Bray Wyatt. Also, mm-hmm. if it's red, you maybe see a doctor. Yeah. 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 But I guess we'll find out on SmackDown this week what the actual rules are, or maybe we won't find out until the Rumble. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, really looking forward to it. So your pick for the Rumble, Reagan. Cody Rhodes. All the rock. Okay. Sammy G? Oh, I don't think it'll be Cody. Part of me wants to say Sammy Zane. Mm-hmm. It's just that, that deep feeling. Or maybe a returning legend of some description would be nice, but that's absolute dream spectrum. Jack? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go Hurricane Helms. Oh, yeah. I'd pay to see that. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> no, 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 in all seriousness, yeah, I, I know, I know Cody's a big odds-on favorite. He's my favorite to win the Rumble, um, but the old, the obvious is too obvious, so they're not going to do the obvious. But are they going to do the obvious? Because now the obvious person's not in charge. Mm. So you're yeah. saying Vincent Man? Obviously. Or is the obvious person in charge and we just don't know it yet? Yeah. That means he's going to do the really obvious thing because obviously the most obvious guy would do the most obvious thing. Totally obvious. Yeah. 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 No. Yes. But um Yeah, and but I do I do like your idea of Sammy Zane winning it. Because what does the winner of the Rumble get? Shot at the top. But, mm. Because am I mistaken? To, yeah, so Kevin Owens is facing Roman? At the Rumble, yeah. Hmm. I still think that somehow Sami Zayn is going to turn on Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens is going to end up winning the title. And then they're going to say, ha, ah, it, was, it was me all along, so to speak. Because I think that's how they get the title off Roman, so then he can go to Mania and face The Rock. Because I've already started announcing that The Rock is not going to be in physical shape to compete at the uh, at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So the obvious that, would be, that means that The Rock's going to be at in the Rumble. Uh, yeah, it's like, hello, have, have you seen The Rock? Every second, if you look at Rock socials. Every second thing is him in the gym. Yeah. He might not have the ring cardio going, but it's The Rock. He's built like a brick yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. So, And normally when they start throwing things out, you know, to swerve balls, but nobody uh, ever takes those. Um, it's like, like when they said that Stone Cold was coming back at Mania last year because he was releasing all these training videos. 
and then he released that really weird driving through the desert in his Polaris video. That was you good. Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's like, yeah. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that somehow I reckon Sammy Zane is going to get that title on to Kevin Owens. Because they, they you're looking back at the Survivor Series, they, I, I find it, they played into it too much. So maybe it's just the wrestling promoter that I'm seeing the story with. It's not a story. But, yeah, just my guess. I'm either going to be right or wrong. So And we'll find I'm out okay. this Saturday night. Well, American time. So this Sunday in New Zealand time, it will be the Royal Rumble. Hmm. And we start the road to WrestleMania. Uh, we are quickly running out of time here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. Uh, so if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at PBNH Show. Uh, if you want to email us, pb and show at gmail.com. If you've missed any episodes over the last six months, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash pbnh show. We are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're listening on Triple Nine AM, stay tuned for the Wrestling Roundup. Shout out to Grady and Josh. Uh, also, shout outs to the team at Wrestle Cafe. Go and check them out on, uh, I believe, Plains FM and Radio Southland. Uh, and you can also catch replays of PBNH Saturday nights from 9pm massive shout outs also to New Zealand On Air for letting us do what we do and thank you Ray and Jay for joining me on the show again this evening and we'll catch you again from 10pm next Tuesday night yeah final thoughts and what final thoughts make sure that if you contact us on social media especially Sammy G Please use the hashtag Rosie Root for Palmy. And Rosie, if you're listening, come to Palmy. Holla, holla, holla. Kia, kia. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.